your feet. Shit about that beat 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 well, welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm the birthday boy, Jordan, here. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. And sitting across from me here, wish me happy birthday, is Daniel, the last the last person you would want to rescue you from a sex trafficking den. Yeah, Something like that. that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we are talking Rambo, Last Blood here today. Let's uh let's get into it. Let's sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's get some revenge. Uh yeah. Well, before we get our revenge, um we got to do our beer of the week and to Jordan's dismay, it was my week and I had forgotten to bring some beer. So we actually had to go and grab He beer. thought he was off the hook this week. Yeah, I got confused. <laughs> I was like, man, we're recording my birthday. What's Daniel going to bring me for my birthday beer? And shows up empty-handed. Oh, completely empty-handed. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, opens my fridge and like, wait, I thought you were bringing beer this week. Where's the beer? I totally forgot. It was my bad, but we went and got it. And now we have the Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. That's right. I've actually, this is one of my favorite seasonals seasonals yeah. like it's pumpkin, gonna, but it's not like beers, over yeah it's not overpowering with the pumpkin it's got a good it's got a really good taste that i really like mm. so yeah this is one oh, of my oh yes hmm. oh that is good mm-hmm. it's like drinking pumpkin pie oh yeah if they made pumpkin pie good mm. Mm. Well, thanks, Daniel. Oh, that's so delicious. Yeah, we're in the season now. I mean, it's October for crying out loud. We are we in the got season. Oktoberfest. We got pumpkin ale. We got we got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I had a really good Oktoberfest yesterday, and yeah, I'll th- I'd have to bring a growler to bring it in or get a growler to bring it in. But yeah, yeah, you could well. have one of mine. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's get started here. Let's do some uh, movie news here, Daniel. What's going on in the movie news world? All right, so we'll start with some trailers. Uh, notably, this week they had the Kingsmen trailer two for the prequel of the Kingsmen movies. The King's Man. Yeah, is it Man? Man. Okay. The yeah, King's right. Man. The King's Man. So, still don't like the title, but um, the second trailer is actually pretty good. It looks action packed, and it looks more what I loved about the first one than what the second one turned out to be. And hopefully that's the case. But I don't know. This uh, The second trailer actually gets me a little bit more excited because I was essentially not excited for any more of these movies after the second one because I feel like, to me, they botched it. But uh, And it's still directed by Matthew Vaughn, so he's still directing the movies. So it's kind of like, we'll see how this turns out. But this trailer got me more excited. Yeah, I got to say the second trailer did, did help me as well. It. It just looks it looks fun. Looks like it kind of going back to what the first one was. Just a good fun action flick. I know it's gonna be kind of weird, but like just watch Kingsman one, then it's like, and then just the prequel Kingsman, never Kingsman two. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I really like that. The other we had a couple more trailers. So we also had the 
uh, Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. I think that's the full title. I gotta say, before Rambo, I saw the teaser that we had before it, with the balloons floating and everything, and then her smacking them. Oh, nice. That was fun, but yes, new trailer out for Harley Quinn, and I gotta say, this movie just looks fun. I'm not like super, super, super pumped, can't wait for it, but like, I'm like, you know, that looks like it's gonna be a good time, for sure. And they put Margot Robbie back as Harley Quinn, which is a plus. And I, I love her look in this, like just... Her costumes are great, like, and I'm glad they kind of changed it up a little bit from uh, Suicide Squad. Looked a little bit more crazed than sexy, which is what Harley Quinn is. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just glad they changed it up and it wasn't the same thing, exact thing she was wearing in that movie. Right. I like like that difference. But yeah, she's talking like, yeah, me and Mr. J are broken up now, and we're on our own. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, my only complaint, uh, which we talked about off camera, off camera, off recording, whatever. Uh, was that I would have liked to have seen more characters like the other birds of prey like that are in the group featured. You still don't really see like you see a little bit of Huntress, but that's the only recognizable one for me, except for uh, Ian McGregor playing, I think, Black Mask, the mob boss is I'm pretty sure that's his character is what he's what character. So I'm really excited to see Ian McGregor in this because. That's the other part of the trailer that I really liked was they featured Ian McGregor a little bit towards the be- in the trailer and I don't know I- I'm really excited to see he, him. He looked cool, yeah. Oh yeah, I think you know, especially in February, which is kind of a dumpster month, it'll be something fun to look forward to. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a nice surprise like the first Deadpool that they put it out in October, or February and. And is this good, is this thirteen R? What's this going to be? I don't Actually, know. Actually, sick of this R, but we'll uh, probably PG thirteen. I don't think it's going to be R. But we'll see. And then next we had the th- a third trailer for Terminator Dark Fate, I think. is I think it's the third or the fourth trailer, maybe including a teaser. Um, this trailer, still not really looking forward to this. I mean, there hasn't arguably been a, ter- a good Terminator movie since the second one, possibly the third one. Like, I guess the third one's not 100% irredeemable. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to hopefully sit down and watch every single one of them before this one comes out. We'll see. I like. I say I'm going to do that, but I don't always do that. I mean, that's a lot. You did it with Rambo. Um, the only thing is, like, I think... I don't know. I'm like, cause what, Genesis wasn't a huge success. I don't think Salvation was a huge success either. Um, so it'll be interesting to no, see. I'm pretty sure Genesis was the box office bomb. I think so. I think it was a box office and a complete critical failure too. Yeah. Um, so Probably. hopefully this kind of like sets it back on track. Maybe like makes us look forward to if they did more. I mean, they're bringing back Sarah Connors. Supposedly they're erasing three through six. Or six? Or three through five. <laughs> I guess this is the six. Yeah. Okay. Salvation's four, Genesis fifth. Yeah, so this, they're three through five are getting erased, and this is supposed to be a direct sequel to Judgment Day. We'll see. Also, honorable mention to the Sarah Connors TV show that they had on for two seasons. That was a pretty damn good TV show. <laughs> but I think that's really the end of like Good Terminator for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's something. I'll, we'll, we'll go see it. It's Terminator. It's James Cameron's back directing again or producing? Producing. He's just producing. Yeah. No. Okay. Um Tim Miller. Tim Miller. Yeah. Okay, so that Deadpool. also there's some good things aspects in this. Hopefully it's good, but tentatively await 
till we get to go see it for ourselves. And the last little trailer I have is they put out a teaser for Stranger Things season four. Woohoo! And rumored to be Stranger Things final season. Oh, which is too bad. But at the same time, they had the planned. They had planned the show out for four seasons. So if like if they think they can end it satisfyingly after four and keep it like at a pretty good grade of filmmaking, I guess. I like the tease in this. They said, what did they say? We're not in Hawkins we're, we're, we're leaving Hawkins. We're not in Hawkins anymore. Yeah. So that will be interesting to kind of see what that means. I don't want to give anything away for the end of season three for those that haven't seen it. I know. Looking at you, Daniel. I know. So, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Nice little tease, though. I don't even think they've actually started filming the season yet. But, yeah, it's cool. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Love me some Stranger Things. And then next, we'll move into some movie news. So, first of all, we had Jonah Hill cast as a Batman villain in the upcoming film with Robert Patterson. Nice. No, and I checked today. No news yet of who he's playing. It's rumored to either be the Riddler or the Penguin. Which I could see the I mean... Not to be stereotypical, but because he's known for being like a chunkier actor, the Penguin is the first one that comes to mind. Wow. Well, that's also because the Riddler, like, uh, rumor cast or fan casting. You could have a round Riddler. uh, Well, you could. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just pulling more for uh, Sebastian Stan to be the Riddler because that was a fan cast slash, I think, a rumor casting for this movie. That'd be cool. Yeah, and I've seen, like, some fan art of him as the Riddler. I'm like, yeah, love it. So I don't know who could he be. He could be Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I wonder if they'll ever try to resurrect him as a villain again. They should, because especially in the cartoon series, he is the most one of the most well-rounded villains they have. Just have to go a different route than they went with Schwarzenegger. But yeah, I think they could do it. Yeah, hopefully. So now, I guess moving on to MCU news is if you haven't lived under a rock, Spider-Man is back in the MCU. For the foreseeable future, he's guaranteed a, th- a third movie in the Spider-Man tr- trilogy um, and featured in a couple other movies. He but, never left. They were just pulling our chain. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I could see it, but unless somebody like confirms it, like just does an interview, like, yeah, we just we wanted your money. Uh, we're not going to ever know for sure, probably. But yeah, I could. They just want to get us all in a twist and debating online what's going to happen, what the fate of Spider-Man is, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, but he's back, officially back. And also news that they're going to try and integrate Venom into the MCU as well. That would be cool. Which, yeah, makes sense. Because I guess, I mean, which also would mean maybe I should actually watch Venom. I still haven't seen that. Well, you might lose this week, so maybe we'll be watching Venom. Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see how they integrate. They're still moving. Sony's still doing like their own little Spider-Verse thing going on with Venom. Next movie, I guess, is going to have Carnage in it. So That'd I would cool. like to see those two in the MCU. That would be pretty cool. All yeah. right, yeah. I, it's just kind of, we'll just we'll see what happens. Now, uh, oh, were you going to say something else? No, I'm good. All right. And then keeping in the Marvel Disney canon is this is something i actually kind of have a problem with kevin feige kevin feige oh shit (laughs) oh you got something different okay yeah i totally forgot thank you jordan well go go with what you're about to say all right so i I should never interrupt in 2021 we will see four marvel movie theatrical releases in theaters in one year wow 
which I didn't realize that. I'm like, I guess I never really. When do we get a Black Widow teaser? Uh, hopefully soon. But yeah, because they're going to have, in 2021, they're going to have the Shang-Chi movie, the Doctor Strange, Spider-Man 3, and Thor 3. So that's four theatrical movies plus all the Disney Plus Love TV shows. Love and Thunder or something else? Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. So it's just, or I guess, oh, I guess that would be the fourth Thor movie. Fourth, uh, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, so I'm just like, I think we're going to hit like an oversaturation point because two movies a year was fine with me. But the f- four movies a year, like that's only three months max for like the movies to be by themselves before another Marvel movie comes out. We'll see what happens. Yeah, plus we also have the Disney Plus shows. And, set, and since they're supposed to have like, you know, tie into the actual MCU. It just seems like it's a bit much because I thought the whole point of like if you're going to Disney Plus, there's only going to be shorter phases and like still a couple movies, which felt fine for me. But I think four movies and Disney Plus shows is too much. Yeah, I agree. But eh, I don't know. We'll see if Disney taking over the world. Well, we'll see if like they'll stop making a billion dollars every time they release a movie too. True, every three months. I mean, I myself am getting a little worn down on the superhero stuff. That's why you know that's why Harley Quinn just looks like something different. Right. We're ready for a shakeup now. Yes, I definitely am. So hopefully, the new slate of DC movies can uh, kind of provide that reprieve. Well, hopefully, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, well, we'll get into it. I was going to talk about Rambo a little bit here, but we'll get into it. Okay. And then uh, last thing that I totally forgot about, but Kevin Feige is going to be in control of a Star Wars movie. Producing. Producing a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I kind of wish they would get some people from outside of their current family and bring some new people in. I just feel like their original plan was, hey, let's get people who love Star Wars and love it so much and want to do it justice and care and not overcorrect them. Well, that was the original plan. That was the original plan, which you've <laughs> now strayed far from that because we've seen directors get fired because Dinsey's like, that's not what we want you to do. Mm-hmm. We want you to want to follow our exact directions. Like Trevor, what's his face? Yeah, uh, Jurassic World director. Yeah, I forget his name. The Phil and Lord Miller. You know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I guess I heard he's back to direct Jurassic World three, and they did you hear they got Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam Neill all on board? Holy shit! No, I did not hear yes. about that. I mean, I'm kind of over these <laughs> movies too, but it's kind of cool that they're getting this old cast back together from the original movies. I think that's cool because yeah. the three of them haven't been on screen together in this Jurassic World since the first one. Right, and Jeff Goldblum only had like a small cameo at the end of the second one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So cause that's cool. Because he was in the first two, that. and then we haven't seen him since till the very end of Fallen Kingdom. Awesome. So yeah. Sweet. That's cool. All right. Well, why don't we move on here? Um, is that all you had for news? That's all I have for news. Okay. Yeah. I think it's gotten a little long. So let's let's move on here. Let's talk about some other things we saw this week. Are you ready, Daniel? Yes. I should come to think of it. Did I see? What do you have? Do you have movies? So I watched my assigned movie. Okay, I'm trying to think if I did I watch anything else. I really uh, just working and I guess. Oh, duh. We went and saw one in theaters last week. Yes. So let's talk about this a little bit. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was already a week ago. We just like so long ago. game tonight. Yes. Yes. Uh, last week, Daniel and I went and watched a movie, 25th anniversary celebration of The Shawshank Redemption. Yes, we did. So, Daniel, that was your first time ever seeing that movie. Yes. What'd you think? Uh, I loved it. Like, the storytelling was so complete. I don't know how, like, I guess it's very complete. Like, it just draws you in from the get-go. Like, I was, yeah, like, I was essentially, like, in it from the very beginning. Um, and I, like, loved following the characters. Like, I think, what, two, two and a half hours long? Two and a half, yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel like that. Like, you just, you want to see what these characters are going to do. You want to see how things turn out. And I was actually kind of surprised, the like, how many years are actually spent in the prison over like time lapsing mm-hmm. yeah i think he's in there for 19 years yes so yeah 19 year span so uh, that's something i didn't know i know it was about a prison break i kind of like knew the loose outline of it from a family guy episode where they're doing stephen king parodies nice. <laughs> but uh yeah no i i was really like even though i thought i knew what i was getting i still was hit with a lot of unexpected things and I really loved everything that was put in front of me. Like, again, like, late to the party, cult, like, not even cult classic, like, actual classic movie. Classic classic. <laughs> yeah. Classic classic. Kind of like The Godfather, just a classic classic. But it's so good, and I loved it. And it's something that I would definitely watch again, for sure. So Yeah, and I, I probably haven't watched this movie in, like, ten years, so it was really cool to see it again. I think last time I watched it, that's the thing I was telling you, it was on a little 19-inch TV. So go see this on the big screen again. Awesome. I had, to, I had a good time watching it again. And there's so much stuff in 10 years I had forgotten about. Right. So that was cool. Like, I forgot about, I can't remember the old dude's name that they first let out of prison that had been there for like 60 years. How yeah. he, he can't function in the real world and goes and hangs himself. I mean, and that was a great thing too, just the psychology and kind of like this. Like, goes in at the end of the movie, you're wondering if Red is going to be able to survive in the real world. Because he, we're in the impression he got there when he was like 20. And released released it 60, 40 years later. But, yeah, for those of you that haven't seen it, we won't spoil nothing. But, yeah, I would definitely say check it out. It is a great movie. In fact, it's kind of funny. I was in the mood for prison movies, prison stuff. Uh So getting home that night, I started to finally... I haven't watched it in like two years since season five. I finally decided to watch season six and continue on Orange is the New Black. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say Prison Break. <laughs> no. No. No, yeah, because I, I, after the uh, fifth season riot, I just, I don't know. I don't say I was burnt out of that show, but I just, I don't know. I didn't go back for season six last year, and I haven't watched season seven, obviously, yet. That just came out this summer. Finally, I decided, like, you know what? It's time I picked up on it and continued and finished it. Right, because I think season seven is their last season. Yeah. So So you might as well. I might as well. So, yeah, I'm, like, three episodes in now. So, so far, you know, they're all max right now. Good stuff going on. So that was, uh, yeah, that's what we saw last week. So, Daniel, you were assigned a film. What were you assigned? Blow me. Blow. I was assigned the movie Blow. Starring Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz. Which, for someone who's on the cover and in the like the poster, like Penelope Cruz and Johnny Depp, she does not show up for a surprisingly long amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, she's more in the third act. Yeah, but um, you know, I gotta say, I really like this movie a lot. Wasn't expecting it to be a purity piece. Er, pu- period <laughs> Pur- piece. Like, what, piece. It starts in the sixties. 
and then goes to them being teenagers in the 70s to the cocaine craze of the 80s. So Which, greatest hits of I, drugs. I will say it makes for a really good soundtrack, though. Absolutely. Like, it makes for, like, the best soundtrack. The only song I can think of right now at the bat, it's been a while since I've seen it, was uh, Smell from uh, Leonard mm. Skinner. Yeah, and Black Betty when he's like, I'm a cocaine dealer, and he's making assholes of money. It's goes, oh, Black Betty. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, uh, no, I really liked it. I was actually kind of, I think I told you, like I texted you this, that it actually kind of ha- feels like it has similar story beats to the Tom Cruise movie American Made that came out a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, essentially I need to watch place. that again, too. That was a good one. Yeah. That one was just fun. <laughs> and they essentially take place in, like, the same time span because, you know, he's wor- he was flying cocaine for Pablo Escobar from, like, Colombia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he actually, in Blow, they meet Pablo Escobar and he starts running his cocaine. Played by Vinny Chase. Yeah. But, no, Whoa. I really liked it. Uh, it was actually surprisingly, like... Had a lot of sad moments in it, to my surprise. Like, usually you just see, like, the highs and the downfall, but it actually had, like, an emotional tune to it that, you know, I thought was pretty good. And, I don't know, it's just surprised this is a movie that you tried to get me to watch forever. I'm like, ugh, I don't know. It just... Although, how do you describe it? I thought it was, like... That's a... why we play the game. That's true. Because <laughs> for some reason, in my head, you said... Somebody told me that Blow was about, like, this doctor who's just addicted to cocaine what i don't yeah so when i went to it, i'm like he's not a doctor oh gosh <laughs> so no. i don't know i didn't know what i was getting out of this i thought i did and it completely wrong i don't know where i heard that i thought it was from you but i don't <laughs> that think wasn't so. for me not not anymore <laughs> so yeah i don't know i really enjoyed that so yeah definitely check out blow if you've never seen it well good all right cool well that's some good recommendations though for you folks yeah check out some shawshank redemption and Low. I'm sure they're available at least to rent on Amazon Prime. One will get you into prison, one will get you out of prison. That is true. <laughs> so watch Blow first and then the Shawshank. Yeah, figure out how to go to prison, then figure out how to get out once you're in there. Exactly. All right, well, let's move on here and let's get into some Rambo. Wait, no, that's, that's Terminator. I don't know the theme song for Rambo. Love my girl. She looking good. Come on. Okay, well, we are here today to talk Rambo, Last Blood, written by Matthew Cyrulnik, I think that's how you say that, Sylvester Stallone, directed by Adrian Grunberg. So yeah, I'm going to butcher a lot of these names here, but starring Sylvester Stallone as John Rambo, Yvette Monreal as Gabrielle. Paz Vega is Carmen. Vanessa Pinata Panita Panada is Giselle. Okay, so yeah, all right. Forgive me for butchering those names. Quarter Hispanic, and we kill, still can't pronounce anything. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so yes, this is the fifth in the Rainbow series here, which started back in the early '80s. So Daniel. Have you seen any Rambo movie ever? Okay. So I've never seen a theatrical Rambo movie. I have seen the one that they play on daytime TV all the time. And I don't know if it's Rambo 1 or Rambo 2 where he shoots a helicopter with a bow and blows it up. 
I think that's the second one. That's what I thought. So that's the one I've seen bits and pieces of a lot, just from it being overplayed on TV, which obviously isn't how you should watch a Rambo movie. But that's the only time I've ever seen anything Rambo besides Last Blood. Okay, so yeah, as far as my Rambo stuff goes, yeah, I think all I ever saw was like bits and pieces of probably the first, first three, obviously, but probably I'm sure it was the first two on TV on a Saturday afternoon or something. Right. Never really sit down and watched one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just never got around to it. When Rambo 4 was going to hit theaters back in 2008, I was like, eh, maybe this is the time I got caught up on some Rambo because that one actually looks like it could be pretty good. And still didn't get around to watching them or go see the fourth one in theaters. And here we are 10 years later and we got another one and I'm still finally like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to actually sit down and watch a couple. So I watched Rambo 1 and 2. I skipped the third and went straight to the fourth. And then obviously this last weekend saw Rambo Last Blood in theaters here. All right. So I got to say, as far as, as far as these go, um, going in and stuff, yeah, that's that's kind of my Rambo history. So mm-hmm. going in, the I love the first trailer of this one, and it looked good. It looked kind of had a Western Logan feel to it. So right. I was like, that was kind of my motivation to get get going. I guess I have the three I saw though. Really enjoyed the first one quite a bit. Rambo two was eh, a lot of good action. Horrible dialogue. <laughs> Skip the third one. And then Rambo 4, I actually like that one quite a bit. Okay. Still didn't have the best of dialogue. Could have been a little better, but still overall pretty solid, I would say. And okay. I got to say, between those uh, three, I like the fourth one the best. The one that came out in 2008. So you're saying that the the fourth one got over the crappy, the cheesy 80s action movie dialogue, but still got stuck in action movie dialogue. Basically, okay. for the most part. <laughs> No, if I if I had to uh out of the three I saw before Last Blood, I would put Rambo four first. First blood, you know, the fir- I'm just gonna call it Rambo one through four. Right. I'm not gonna, like there's first blood, blah, blah, blood, this blood, that blood, mid blood, first last blood part two. Mid blood, last blood, whatever. Rambo one was second place for sure, and that's got overall kind of the best story because it's we're following a guy who, you know, is back from Vietnam and kind of just what soldiers might go through, you know, having their PTSD and things like that, and what it's like to come back to the real world and things like that. Right. So you're kind of just following that kind of story, which is good. And I enjoy, I enjoyed that quite a bit. And then, so I so got Rambo 4, Rambo 1, then Rambo 2. And that uh, out of those three, that's the order, I would say, they go in. Okay, good. Well, I saw Rambo 5, so I don't know where I'd put it yet. And I'll tell you where I'll put Last Blood later, but... Okay. But yeah, so in the last couple weeks, been caught up in. Well, I think one thing I do like about these movies, though, is it's really cool to see, uh, you know, a cinematic character just evolve over decades, not just a couple years, but decades. Because you you had a few in the 80s, then you jump forward 20 years, and then another 10 years. It's kind of like what he's done with Rocky. Yeah. I saw Rocky in the late 70s, all through the 80s, a little bit of 90s, jump forward to the early 2000s, and then now with Creed in the. uh, 2010s yeah and that's been pretty cool to see kind of that evolution of a character i think probably creed movies like the best transition into modern movies that still are attached to a a legacy character yes Yes. i I think that's probably especially that first one yeah and it just seems like the best like modern example of like passing the torch onto a new character but still retaining what makes rocky good you hear that kathleen kennedy Oh, Take some notes. She's not listening to anybody, Connor or Jordan. <laughs> just... 
<laughs> Back to on to Rambo. <laughs> All right. Back to Rambo. All right. But yeah, as far as uh, this one goes, I overall, I enjoyed it quite a bit for the most part, I would say. Um, again, trailers were good going in. Um, I don't know. What's a quick overview, I guess? Of the film synopsis? Yeah. It started off a little bit kind of slow in the first act, a little bit, first 15 minutes. But then once, um, well, once she, uh, which I guess she's his niece or adopted niece. Once she goes to uh, Mexico, the whole story just kind of kicks off into high gear, and it gets it's pretty much nonstop for the most part till the end. Yeah. So, I will say, hats off for only being an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. I mean, like we essentially got thirty minutes to set up. Like I think that's about when she goes to Mexico, and then you get an hour of you know revenge and action and like. Right. Or well. Well, yeah. So this, I mean, the story is. Rock, you know, at the end of uh, Rambo Four, I said Rocky. Yeah. End of Rambo Four, he goes back home because he lived in, lived in Thailand, I believe it was. Then goes back home to the states and goes to a farm where he grew up, or that's where his dad was. Right. Anyway, he's still on the farm. I still do not know the relationship he has with this one gal. Um, but this, I don't know who she's supposed to be. I'm not sure. Like I was. <laughs> When you asked me that before we recorded, I'm like, I don't know. That's what, like, this is the only movie I've ever seen. So I was hoping you knew. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I missed her from a previous movie. I don't know for sure. But anyway, let's just say she's the godmother of this other gal that's 18, fresh out of high school. Gabrielle. Gabrielle, yes. And, you know, it's kind of his, like, adopted niece, if you will. Just kind of like, you know, like your best friend has a kid and all of a sudden your uncle, whatever, to that kid. Uncle aunt, John Rambo. Auntie, whatever, to that kid. Well, he's, yeah, Uncle John to this gabrielle gal and yeah they lived with him it sounds like eight ten years or something like that they lived with him she uh sounds like you know she was her parents had her her mom died of cancer her dad didn't want anything to do with her so she's living with this i i don't know if it's like her grandmother or i i gotta say it's probably her grandma so her grandmother and they go live on rambo's farm for the last 10 years um, but yeah, but you know, he's got a personal connection with him though. You know, they're family to all family to each other. It's family to him. It's the only family he's got around. Right. Yeah. And yeah, she's determined that to go meet her real dad. So what does she do? Does what every rebellious teen does. Does what they're not supposed to do. And then she goes off, crosses the border to go down to Mexico to try to meet her real dad. And I got to say, that was actually a great um, scene there when she's looking at him face to face, talking to him at the door. Yeah. And he was just basically like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with you. Like, mom died. You were just a burden. Like, fuck so, you. So I left. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. So I left. Like, you he want just the slams the door. Well, on he's me. like, you want the truth? This is the truth. Now don't ever come back. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I guess know, it's better than not knowing. And Rambo and what, I forget the gal's name. Let's just say her. Let's just call her her grandmother for yeah, her argument's Willa, sake, like said, you know, they weren't like, don't go down there. He's not a good person. Like, you don't ever want to meet this guy ever again. He's a horrible person. Just, just don't do it. Yeah. But yeah, she went, found out firsthand, and then, yeah, ends up, uh, you know, depressed. So they, her friend takes her to a club, and that's when things really kick off. We find out her friend's actually a shitbag. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, because something I didn't know, like I said, like, I didn't really know where this was going. Like from the trailer, all you see is Rambo fighting people. Right. You don't actually gleam like most of the story. Cause yeah. I mean like, yeah, her friend. Which I'm kind of glad they left it all out of the trailer. Cause I liked all the surprise of what was going on and the story unfolding. Yeah. But 
Yeah, because her friend essentially sells her into sex slavery. Like she's like a lookout or something that like delivers girls to these people, which even if like you, I, I know like, the whole point of finding her father was just to get her down there just for that. Basically, like I don't know what her reward was, but holy cow, took a friend and like just handed her over. Yep, crazy. And took her fucking mom's bracelet. I do, I, I do love that scene though when Ram was talking to her across the table and he notices it. Basically, he knows that she he that she's double crossed her, and he's and she's starting to get a little mouthy, and he just like grabs her wrist, like, "Tell me where she is right now," and then like slam, next thing you know, he slams the knife on the table. Mm-hmm. I really like that moment. I know that was it's like probably know, one of the better. Scenes I know you're entitled little bitches that think you can do whatever you want. You don't have any respect for authority and us older folks, especially but, not in Mexico, right? But it's like, go fuck yourself. Tell me where she is. Yeah, right now. That was a good moment there. But yeah, um, so not never having seen a Rambo movie though, like, were you excited to go watch it? When it, well, were you just kind of like, I mean, it looked like did it look like a fun action movie? To it you? looked like a fun action movie. I was looking forward to it. I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. And I gotta say, I was a little disappointed watching it. Like, it mo- the movie moves along fine. Like, it just was a little. It was a lot more micro than I thought it was going to be. It's a very small, intimate story mm-hmm. where she just goes to Mexico, she gets kidnapped, and then Rambo goes to find her. You know, and, you know, exact revenge in fun and colorful ways. But it was a lot more small scale than I thought Rambo was. And I think this is probably smaller scale than most of the other movies. I don't know how the, like, the later movies were, though. I mean, overall, yeah. I mean,. It was pretty small scale in the fourth one as well. Okay. But again, that was also between the first four, my favorite one. Right. Well, even the first one's pretty small scale too because it basically takes place in a small town and in the woods next to that small town. Okay. So, yeah, I was just kind of like, although one thing I appreciate, well, again, like the efficiency of the plot is like this is what happens, like 30 minutes of setup max before you get into like the meat and potatoes of what you come to see a Rambo movie for. Um, so it moves along pretty quick. I was just like, I didn't really love how small scale it was. I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit more actiony. Um, I had something else, but okay. I, I took okay. It. I guess right. it, one thing I love about this though, I love I love Stallone in general. Like I've seen a lot of Stallone stuff. I love the Rocky series especially. Yeah, it's I love and I love just a good callback to old action movies i i really enjoy it i I just love stallone in general um if you've seen some of his 90s movies i mean he's great in them i mean i've seen he's not the greatest of actors ever but he's just still has his presence about him he has a presence and he's a self-made man that is true sold his dog to get rocky made yeah and then he bought his dog back then he bought it back yeah don't yeah don't worry folks before you write sly letters he bought it back yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um and lo- yeah, this last but it was kind of taken meets home alone. That's what I was thinking. Like I'm like I saw a lot of jokes but I'm like, yeah, like Got because it. of like the sex trafficking, I'm like this falls directly in line with like how kind of like taken plays out. Yeah. And I mean maybe cuz I'm sure after the fourth Rambo he was thinking about making another movie that maybe he was like, hmm, this taken movie seems kind of cool idea. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, yeah, I don't know cuz this is 10 years later after taken. Somewhere around that. Somewhere around that. I mean, they've made three of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, Taken but, meets Home Alone with deadly 
deadly accuracy. But I, I think as far as getting the audience like emotionally involved, I mean, what and why? I think you sympathize with him, like why he would want revenge. I mean, like imagine if that is your daughter, because I mean, I don't. I, essentially, I don't, is I don't, I don't think I don't think there's a spoiler that we're talking about. But yes, her, her her friend takes her to the club. She gets drugged and taken back to a place where she's going to be sex trafficked and uh, yeah, basically a sex slave. And yeah. the things you see go down in there, holy shit. And yeah, if that was your daughter, you'd want to fucking kill people too. Uh, yeah. And I guess to really talk about like the action, like, because it swells after an important event. So I think we'd have to go into spoilers. Okay. All right. So at this point, I would definitely say I recommend it. Check it out. I actually saw it twice. I just, I don't know. I was just wanted to see a movie today, but. I- there really wasn't too much else playing at the moment that I haven't seen, so I was like, what the heck? It'll be out of theaters soon because it's not making too much money. Yeah, Screw an hour it. and a half, too. And it's an hour and a half. Yes, they're like, I want to see a movie, but I don't want my entire day to be gone. Exactly. So, yeah, I once saw it twice, and I got to say, I liked it better the second time around. Okay. But, yeah, check it out while it's still in theaters. But, yeah, we're going to go into spoilers here in five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers. So... Now that we're in spoilers, what sets off the entire revenge spree, if not like that her, her, like essentially his adopted daughter's friend sold her into sex slavery, but the, which fuck her by the way. Yeah. But now he finds her, he gets her back and she dies on the car ride back home of a drug overdose. Which I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that at all. Like that was like a huge yeah. twist. Like I thought he'd get her back and be like, and then all the people, like then he'd send her away. Then he'd have the the final showdown at the farm. But no, she just dies. Yeah, I didn't expect her to die. Like I, I thought, uh, you know, he'll get her back. Maybe send them, them off and be like, you know, her and her grandmother and be like, you know what, it's not safe here. They're gonna come looking for us. Right. Because they, you know, they they beat the shit out of him on that rooftop, took his ID so they knew exactly where he lived. They had his address and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. I did not see her dying myself either. I was like, oh, shit. I know. And he's giving her a nice little speech, like trying to keep her awake and then just Trying to have a conversation with her, keep her up. And then, yeah, she's just gone. And you see, I noticed the second time around, a tear come down her and then boom. She was a good actress. I don't really know who she is, but I enjoyed her. I mean, you could definitely, she really seemed scared in the situation she was thrown in. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're thinking like, why wouldn't you be like some actors just can't, you know, actors in general just can't fake it that well. But like, she really, you really felt she was frightened for her life in this place. Yeah, no, I felt that way too. So I will say that's probably one of my favorite scenes. We'll call it hammer time when he goes to find her. He goes in there acting like a customer and then has that hammer and starts kicking the crap out of people with a hammer. Yes, that was like one of my standout scenes where he just, yeah, he literally beats people to death with a fucking hammer. Hits the guy in his dick with like the backside of the hammer too. Yeah, probably (sighs) some good damage there because that guy did not get up. (laughs) No. He was about to hit him in the face and just like, ah, forget it, you're already in enough pain. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh man, that guy's not even dead. He's just well. This kind of just goes into the crazy reality of all this too. Is uh, you know, like he's telling the girls like, go, 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 and they're like, we can't. They'll kill us if we do. Like, shit. Yeah, we want of, like, to, but we'll die. They don't have anything else. They're essentially tethered. They're slaves, so they know they can't go anywhere. Yeah, because like nobody leave. None of them leave. They the guys who like run the ring come back, and they're all still just standing there. Mm-hmm. Which and you know, it's kind of like it does 
like paint a picture of like how psychologically like manipulated these people are at this point you know because they're essentially like laced on drugs you essentially just lie there yeah so there i guess action wise there's a few good standout moments one i like too is when he confronts that guy at the truck where he's got the knife to his neck turns around and then breaks basically breaks his collarbone with the uh handle of the knife and then proceeds to pull his collarbone out of his skin Oof. Yeah. So this is pretty funny. I had a gal that was probably in her 70s sitting a few uh, seats down for me on today's viewing. And I could hear her screaming like all the time during these parts of the movie. Like anytime there's like, like especially during the end when they're in the tunnels. Right. Her's like, oh, 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 It was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Oh, man. That would, I mean, that would be horrible. I, that guy talks pretty much immediately. Oh, yeah. Like he. He still like he does that, and then he still like what stabs him in the leg too. Well, yeah, yeah. To get his attention, he broke his collarbone and then stabbed him in the leg immediately. So, to, to, you know, like, all right, you're not going nowhere. You're gonna give me information. And then, yeah, that's when he proceeds to pull the collarbone out. Like, I will snap it if you don't start talking. Right. Then he throws the guy in the truck, and they go to the spot. And I do love how he's like, they're up there, and instead of just getting out and start, you know, start to investigate, he just knocks them the fuck out first. Yeah. It's like. You're not going anywhere. Boom. Good night. <laughs> yeah, no, I did like that. And I got to say one of my other, like one of the other scenes that I really liked is when he was interrogating her shitty friend, you know, like does that interrogation. She's like, well, fuck you. Uh, that's, you know, just being an asshole. Then he yeah. like pulls I out. I need to listen knife. to you, old man. You're old. I need to listen to you. You can't tell me what to do. And then, yeah, he, he gets her attention quick. Yeah, I do like that. That's a really intense scene. She's like, no, listen up, shit. Like, this yeah. is what's going to happen. Look, you're you going to tell me. Shit. You're going to take like, me. She's in trouble, and you're going to help me. Yeah, exactly. I, I cannot believe she would do that to her own friend. That like insane. Like, even with a little shred of humanity, if you had just a little bit, you would never have done that to insane. somebody. Insane. Like I, I know. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that's enough of the... That's talking about the shitty friend. We've been ragging on that one for a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. So, the interrogation scene between her and Rambo. Awesome. Loved that. I do love the message she sends to that guy's brother. Yes. That was amazing. And I do like when he's sneaking into that house, too. He's not using guns. He's just slow kill with knives. He gets that guy in the, like, he got guys coming, like, around the corner. And he, like, gets him in the front of the throat, yeah. pulls it out, and then, like, repeated, like, knives stabs the gut. Oh, loved it. Just to make sure he's going down. Yeah. And then kills the other guys with the knife. And then, yeah. They don't show him make the final kill. They just show what happened the next day. Yeah, because he's trying to send a mission to the two guys who run the sex ring. The lanky one is what he calls them. The skinny one or whatever. And they walk into his apartment and villa and just decapitated. Just no head. And then he No, no, what I saw the second time around is he had a horse head statue in the far back corner of his room. Throwback to the Godfather. I did see that. I wonder if that's a throwback to the Godfather as far as a headless thing. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I just noticed that the second time around. I mean, that's what I thought of when I saw it. But I just love how he, he sees his head missing, and then it cuts to Rambo on the road and throwing it out the truck. That's amazing. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, he's headless. Picture of the girl stabbed through his chest. So yeah. they know exactly who did it and but yeah, then that's after he's has set up all the traps and now he's headed home to because he knows they're coming. Yeah, and essentially that, yeah, so this all swells to the final showdown in the third act, which, I mean, what'd you think of, like, the final showdown? 
I thought it was pretty glorious. I mean, we're all we're in the tunnels. He has rigged them up like crazy. Um, home Alone, the shit out of that. Home Alone, the shit out of it, that's for sure. I mean, oh gosh. I mean, there's just some great moments in there. Like, one part I love is like this guy hits a tripwire, gets something like, um, uh, not a hoe, but a uh, pitchfork through the chest or something like that. Still alive, and then Rambo with a shotgun just blows his brains out. That's something that I loved about the final showdown is most of it is people getting impaled. But if he's if they're getting impaled, he always walks by and does a double tap to the face with his shotgun. Yeah. So anybody that got stabbed some by something who probably would have eventually like, died. The one that just had me like, oh, is the like when the guy, I don't know why, but when the guys fall through the floor. In the and, spike trap. In the spike trap. Same. Oh, my gosh. That, awesome. Those are two people. No, there, that, there are some good kills in this uh one thing i love too is when he gets with the just that pole spear that's what i was gonna say the guy through the skull and his other friend is like shooting through the wall and then rambo's on the ground and just takes a machete and cuts off his foot and then he stabs him through the face oh yeah and stabs yeah and that's i could hear the girl or the old lady next to me oh my gosh yeah so a lot of impaling in the final showdown it was glorious i mean i love how it kicked off too with the uh truck on the path rolling over that thing an explosion goes off flipping it and then sets off that whole firewall i thought that was just a cool way to like you know kind of gives them a heads up of like yeah. you're in my world now bitches yeah and he like pops up from his foxholes and like picks a couple of them up before they get down into the tunnels mm-hmm. which also i still love that when they just like walk down and they're all just like what the fuck <laughs> just like why does he have this under his house just tunnels upon tunnels which you don't really get how vast they are until that final scene mm-hmm. but they're like over his entire property yeah i mean it's it's pretty tight yeah and what a cool setting for for action i thought because it makes it really compact and phobic claustrophobic ish yeah. yeah what a cool spot for a final showdown i thought i thought so too and i love when he turns on the door song and like when it five. kicks into high gear yeah, it's after called, he's killed called a couple five of them. to one really is that what it's called yeah the song's called five to one which in this case is really 50 to one <laughs> yeah um, uh, i love watching him kill the guys like i mean like i think he's got good enough reason to want him dead uh yeah i and mean they all die horribly well and they're all if he isn't and it's the whole thing that's about this too if he doesn't stop him more people are gonna suffer like his i guess niece did exactly more girls are gonna go down be thrown into this mess so i mean still going to be happening but still he stopped a good 50 of them they're dead now yeah he stopped an entire ring but i i think okay since we're in spoilers i do love that ending where he's on the walkie and tells the guy exactly what's going to happen and then it does happen mm-hmm. like i'm going to rip your heart out that was amazing like yeah so like fast forward through like him killing 50 guys in tunnels um did you have a favorite kill in the tunnels before we go on it has gotta probably be what like what you said the spike trap, which just because those always get me, that's gruesome. Like two guys just yeah. fall and completely impale themselves. Like the only two guys that we don't see him do a double tap to. I don't know. I do. I do like one of the first ones though, where the guy gets like stabbed through the side, or you know, he gets he gets hurt pretty bad with a pitchfork, and then just gets brain brain. I can't talk. Gets yeah. his brain just blown out. Yeah, that was great. I think that was like the first kill. That was one of the first ones. Yeah. But no, I would say the one where he just like impales him the guy with like that metal spike and then cuts the other guy's leg off before he stabs him. So good. I loved that. So yeah, those were my favorite kills in the tunnel. 
That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that ending though. Oh, so good. Yes. Um And by now he is definitely a pro with the bow. I mean he's had a bow since that's the That's his like signature Rambo. Yeah. But yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. Getting that guy pinned to the wall and then yeah, literally walking up to him and just taking the knife. And I mean they did not hesitate. I mean, we show him like going down his front, cutting to the side a little bit. I mean, tearing him open. Yeah. And then I'm just like, this is brutal. And then just reaches in and literally pulls out his heart. And he, I just love, he's just like, let me tell you what it felt like. And then he cuts him open, reaches in the heart, then throws it to the ground. He's like, felt like that. So, oh, so good. So good. I mean, and I'm like, where's it going to end? Because he's going down nice and slow, just cutting off. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I thought he was going to cut. And it just keeps going. He keeps cutting. And then, like, when he reaches in, just tears his heart out. It's just glorious. What a glorious yeah. ending, in my opinion. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean. Oh, uh, one more thing. Yeah. Before, because uh, one of the most badass things that happens be- right before that is he essentially scuttles the tunnels, like, he just like hits a button and he must have had all of them laced with explosive because the entire like tunnel system just implodes and just like sinks everybody who might have possibly still been alive, but there mm-hmm. probably weren't many. Right. I know I kind of hated seeing his tunnels get ruined because they're so cool, but it's necessary. Yeah. But that, that was awesome. Because he had to flush them out. Yep. And what better way to flush out? I'm like, you only got one way to go, buddy. Yeah. And that's up. No, that was, that was good stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Overall, I really enjoyed myself watching this, uh, especially those last two acts. Again, it's not a perfect movie. I mean, dialogue is good overall. Oh, we didn't talk about the reporter. So, we met the gal that helped him. We met a reporter in Mexico whose yeah. sister had been given over to these sex traffickers and killed eventually it sounds like yeah so she was just trying to come up with a case to stop them but yeah she helps rambo out you know especially when oh my god that guy going down his face with a knife oh yeah and how he cut her as well god so crazy so crazy i guess one thing i liked about this though is again i i told you i like it's cool seeing stallone i like that we're kind of seeing a growth of this character you know over the course of decades and, you know, at this point we're seeing Rambo, he's in his most vulnerable, both like emotionally and physically, just his most vulnerable. Yeah. And I do, and I do like, um, a kind of point that they made like in the second act, in the third act too, that I want to mention real quick is cause when he first like figures out where Gabrielle was taken to, he goes there and he gets the shit kicked out of him. They essentially let him live and just throw him away. Then that's when he gets picked up by the reporter. So essentially like he's just like so tunnel vision that, you know, he essentially gets like surrounded by like four, like 20 or 30 guys just gets the shit kicked out of him. But going against 20 or 40 guys in his own element with stealth instead of an abrupt, abrupt front approach. I like how it shows that like, that's when he thrives. Cause that's what he is. Yep. Like that's when his primal instincts kick in, I guess. Yeah. So I liked how they made that distinction. It's like up front, maybe doesn't work out as well. That, I know that last act was awesome. Yeah, and it was everything it was supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be an action flick. It's an action flick. It's a revenge flick. And yeah, you see why he wants revenge. I mean, I would too. Yeah. So, okay. So overall, I mean, uh, should we grade this out? Yeah. Overall, um, so as far as grading all of these out. 
My favorite is still Rambo 4, I think. And it's really a toss-up for second place between the original Rambo and this one for second place. Rambo 2 is definitely in the fourth. Okay. So it's kind of hard. Um, like, I don't know, if I were to grade this Rambo Last Blood out, do we have any final thoughts? Are we ready to grade here? No, that's it for me. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's it's not a perfect movie. Some of the dialogue could have been a little better, um, but it's easily forgivable for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm somewhere in like B plus A minus range for me. Okay. Well, somewhere in that range. I can't. I mean, it's definitely like eight out of ten for sure for action. I mean, the action was just even eight and a half, nine. I mean, the action was great. Yeah, I would for one we needed action. I would say for me, I'm giving it a B plus. Like I didn't absolutely love this movie, but like I would I would say like if this was two two and a half hours, it'd be like a C B minus for me. But the fact that they kept it short like half an hour of setup an hour of action for an hour and a half long movie perfect ratio yeah those last two acts i thought were pretty solid for the most part so at least they're smart about it they knew what they were doing they're making an action movie but didn't overstay its welcome which i appreciate and so like i would say like yeah for me like it's a b plus entertainment wise probably sitting at seven eight out of ten for me because yeah like you said not perfect but for what it is, it's good, and you can't. Like I said, I, we're big proprietors of like an hour and a half in and out. We still had fun. Great. Yeah, I mean it was enough for me to go see twice in one week. That's so, true. Twice in three days. You must not have hated it. No, and I gotta say I did like it better the second time around. I thought it was. It's overall for what it's supposed to be, pretty solid. Okay. So yeah, is it a masterpiece that's gonna be up for best picture this year? No. But for what it was, pretty solid. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's our review of Rambo, Last Blood. Why don't we move on here, Daniel, to some gambling. Okay. Some Rotten Tomatoes stuff here. So. We bet on Abominable? Yes, we did. We bet on Abominable. What did you bet last week? I bet 70% and Jordan bet 74%. And as of recording last week with 20 critic reviews, it was at 80%. Okay. All right. And what are we this week? Let me get it. So at this, at present for Abominable. Okay. Or don't pull that up. (laughs) Or not. Or not. Okay. So, as of now, with a total count of 100 reviews, it is sitting at an 81%, which makes Jordan the winner of this week. Yahoo! And an audience score of 96% with almost 3,000 reviews. So, people are liking this. Really? Yeah. Because no. it just looks so... It looks bad. It just looks very generic. It... Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I forever hold in my heart the How to Train Your Dragon series because it's like excellent storytelling, character development, and then from going like that was their big franchise to next they have this. I'm like, okay, it leans more towards childish, but maybe it has a lot of heart that I get discounted. I don't know, but we'll see. Maybe maybe I will check this out. Shoot. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna pick a movie for Daniel. Give me a second here. Uh, in the meantime, let's gamble on what's going on next week. So, we have uh, 
Got Joker coming out next week. I don't really want to gamble on that if we can help it. Um, let's see. What else could we gamble on here? Possibly Lucy in the Sky. I'm not sure what that is. Memory, The Ordens of Alien, which is a documentary. Coming out next week for the 40th anniversary of Alien. Uh, do you want to bet on that? Or do you want to bet on Joker? We could bet on Joker. I'm I, seeing it no matter what. So Yeah, I mean, I guess we should just bet on Joker. We can bet on Joker. Oh, wait, I shouldn't look it up yet. Yeah, don't look it up yet. So maybe this is me hoping, praying, but I'm going to... Again, this is what the critics think, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. This is me being pretty optimistic as far as critics like being it like you know with a nothing controversy going on around it i wrote I'm, down i might be in the same boat you are but i'm, I'm going super optimistic i wrote down a 92 percent 92 because walking phoenix doesn't deliver crap i said 85 percent 85 percent most critics are gonna like it but not not all, but most. So, like I said, Joaquin Phoenix is notable for like picking his projects, okay. and he doesn't like I said he doesn't deliver crap. Well, what I guess it's two days before it comes out. What are we looking at here, Daniel? Oof. All right. Well, that. Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker is at ninety percent, but that's not the Joker I'm looking for. Yeah, I still remember that being real good. Okay, so as of recording. Joker, with a total count of 154 reviews, it is sitting at a 78% right now. Okay. All right. So it's probably a pretty solid guess that it's going to stay around that area with 154 reviews, but we'll see. It's still go up or down. And no audience scores yet. So, like, you know, it, it's, uh, it can go either way. Okay. All right. So that puts. Well, cool. 78%. Stop. As far as your movie this week, Daniel, um, hmm. Still going to wait on assigning you a good three hour Scorsese or DiCaprio movie. Good, because we're still not getting rain every day yet. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. Hmm. I don't know. We could do along the same themes of drug dealing or Johnny Depp. I'm trying to think here. All I'm, I'm kind of glad that I lost this week because I had a movie that I was going to bring to assign you, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe next week have you seen the sandlot <laughs> oh yeah that is my most watched movie is the sandlot and probably toy story okay i got one for you daniel here all this um you know matthew vaughn talk about um the king's man and stuff like that i'm gonna have you watch an early matthew vaughn film it's streaming on Netflix right now. Daniel, watch Layer Cake, starring Daniel Craig. Oh, shit. I like to call this... What, did you see it recently? No, no, no. It is on my instant queue, though. Sweet. I like to call this his audition tape for Casino Royale. Check it out. Let me double check. Make sure it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. That. Sweet. Okay. Perfect. This gives me a good... Because this has been on my instant queue for a while now. Okay, and it kind of goes along with some drug stuff, too. Yeah, this came out oh four. Oh Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Overdue to watch this. But yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Check it out. It's based off on a novel. Same guy, J.J. Connolly, also wrote the screenplay for it. Tom Hardy is in it. Oh, sweet. Sally Hawkins, which you saw her in uh, Shape of Water. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, check it out. All right, well, why don't we wrap it up here, Daniel? Daniel, this officially marks our one-year mark here. Next, yeah, next week, not only will we be talking some Joker, but we will be talking, it'll be our one-year anniversary of the show since it started. Woo. We made it to the one-year mark. Woo! Up we top. made it, Ma. Woo. Uh, Mom would five. be so proud. But yeah, so I'm excited for that. So yes, we'll be talking Joker here next week. We're hopefully we'll have a couple uh, guests with us. We're in- Hopefully. It sounds like we're going to have at least one. Awesome. Hopefully. Well, cool. I'm excited to talk Joker. That'll be a good one-year anniversary episode, I believe. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah, there might be some changes coming to the show. We're not sure yet. I mean, if anything, it's just to make it run a little smoother and better, but yeah. Deal with it. It'll be the good kind of deal with it, though. Yeah, but deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We thank everybody for uh, the, all the downloads this last year. It's been cool. Uh, yeah, looking forward to making things better this next year to come. For sure. For sure. All Bigger, right. Bigger, better, drunker. We're going to well, start drinking tequila on the show now. Good. Give us your, we'll give you our real thoughts. All right. Well, where can they find us, Daniel? You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore brews. Let us know what you thought of Rambo, the last blood. Loved it. Hated it. Thanks to Sylvester Stallone's too old. If you think that, go die. I know. That's the one thing that I really did not like about this movie is I don't like seeing Sylvester Stallone get old. I want him to be around making movies for another 50 years. I know, but he's been around forever already. He came through at a good era, though. I mean, we have Rocky because of him, and I love those movies. So, yes. All right. Well, that about wraps it up here. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, share the podcast with others, and we'll talk to you next time on... Movies and brews. Cheers. Cheers.